Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. It's that time of year. Cash the ticket. Jim Costa with Mike Valeni. We shift the focus from football to college hoops, getting us ready for the tournament where we're going to break down all the matchups and have an eye on some future plays, too. Search Cash the Ticket on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Final hour to get right with Reggie KG on 105 through the fan. Kevin Gray, Reginald Atatula. Yep. Regal Mendoza holding it down for you, and you turn it on, leave it on stage. Appreciate you joining us on Odyssey and the Odyssey app. The text line 877-811053. 877-811053 if you want to get in on the conversation. We're also live on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Dallas Fan Cam and also on YouTube as well. Search 105 through the fan on YouTube and make sure you hit the subscribe button. While you are there, at Kevin Gray Sports, at Reg Attitude, if you want to get at us on Twitter as we are with you until 11 o'clock tonight before we send you into your 4th of July Tuesday right here on your home of the Cowboys and Texas Rangers. Let's get you caught up on some of the latest headlines in the world of sports on this Monday night. Unfortunately, it was not a happy Monday but the good guys in the final game of their four-game series in the Silver Boot series between the Rangers and the Astros. Unfortunately, uh, Rigo cut number nine. The Texas Rangers, after overcoming a 6-0 deficit, a 10-2 deficit to the Houston Astros, the Astros, unfortunately, get the final laugh at the end. So we're knotted up. Abreu in scoring position for Chaz McCormick, who swings and drives one up the alley in left center. It falls for the base hit. Jankowski cuts it off. Abreu scores. McCormick's at second with an RBI double. Back-to-back run-scoring doubles give Houston a 12-11 lead here in the ninth with only one out. Unfortunately, the Rangers fall 12-11 in what was an absolute Barn burner of a baseball game. Yeah, today. real roller coaster vibes. Um, and what was hopefully the Rangers an opportunity to earn a split in this series. They do lose three of four to the Astros. Their lead in the AL West does remain at three games, though, as they get ready to take on the Boston Red Sox as they get ready to move toward the all-star break. But at the same time, a heartbreaking uh, loss. That's how we kick off your headlines here on this Monday night. Yeah, even more heartbreaking for me is like, I think we we discussed the first segment of the night. Um, I feel like, at, for me, it's like, it's put me in a place where I'm just, I've acknowledged or I've accepted the idea that Martin Perez isn't the Martin Perez of last year. Like that's, that probably was more anomalous and he's, he's more this um, prone to, and of course, like again, a one and two, one and one third inning outing is not the entirety of who he is, but he's just, he, he can get hit, and he has been getting hit a good amount, like good hard hits, unfortunately, on him. And so, Rangers, I'm looking forward to Chris Young to hopefully add a starter at the trade deadline. Maybe I'm just doing the thing where now I'm adding unreasonable expectations, but another bullpen arm would be great, and a starter would be something that I think would be really beneficial for this team because 
I think you're going to need more than Heaney's played pretty well. You talk about particularly Evaldi and Nathan or Jonathan Gray have been really good. Um, I I think that adding another another starter would be great, especially if this team. It feels like this team has the capability of contending in a real way. I mean, most uh, power rankings have them as like at least the third best team in baseball right now. And of course, there's a long way to go, but helping yourself get to reach the potential that I think this team is capable of having another starter that you feel good about would make uh, would go a long way. Rangers at 50 and 35 on the season will continue their season tomorrow when they take on the Boston Red Sox. It was just it's a day game tomorrow, right? It is a day game tomorrow. That's right. Uh, your day will get started with Brian Broaddus and Bobby Belt from 8 a.m. to 12 p.m. right here on 105 through the fan before they lead it to uh, Rangers pregame here on your home of the Texas Rangers. So the Rangers look to bounce back after a disappointing loss today at home. NBA Summer League underway. Uh, we were talking about Michael Jordan in our last segment. The outgoing governor of the uh, Charlotte Hornets. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. His final gift to Charlotte was drafting Brandon Miller. And uh, Brandon Miller made his debut tonight. Oh, good for them. How did he do? 18 points. That sounds great. Uh, Six turnovers. Maybe not as great. And seven fouls. Wait, seven? Where do you get seven from? Well, you know, in summer league, you get 10 fouls in a game. I didn't know that. I don't yeah. think how many people have gotten anywhere near ten fouls. Oh, that's a great question. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't know who was ever foul. Who was the per, first person to foul out with ten fouls in a like, game? Dang dog, they give you ten of these. How did you manage to use all of them? His uh, first half was um, rousing, if you will. Five points, three rebounds, six fouls on one of five shooting. So he had six fouls in the first half. He just needed to settle in. <laughs> Is that what you? You know what it was. You know how. He, he was test driving. He was test driving the NBA. He was like, you know what? What does it feel like to get all six fouls? Let me just go ahead and get that out the way right quick. Mm. And then he was like, all right, I, I I got that. Don't like how it's how it felt. We'll go back to like playing good basketball. I think that's what happened. Just wanted to test out the foul limit, huh? That's right. You know, just see see what's it feel like. So I know, you know, it's like sometimes you got to figure out what it feels like to know that you don't want to do it no more. You know, it's like sometimes with a child when you're like, don't touch that. It's hot. And they're like, what's hot feel like? And then you like touch it real quick. <laughs> now, you know, it's hot and you don't want that to happen again. That was him with his six fouls. Wow. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. I mean, no, okay, but fantastic. You know, uh, <laughs> congratulations. Excellent. To Brandon Miller for, you know, accomplishing that feat. Speaking of summer league, shout out to Chet Holmgren. Yes. Playing some summer. Is, are they in, are they in summer league right now? Or are they going to? They're playing in one of them classics before official summer league begins. Yeah, that's the weird thing is that we get into summer league. It's like there's three different summer leagues. Wait, what? What? It used to be that there was one all the way across the country in Orlando, and then they was playing in Utah, and then they playing in Las Vegas. And I'm like, guys, get it together. Well, they're playing the Salt Lake City Classic along with the California Classic. All right, so there's so there's three locations. Obviously, you, the big summer league is Vegas. That's, that's right. where everybody wants. That's to be. right. That's that is the convention of the NBA season. That's right. Is summer league in Vegas. There's the California Classic, which has you in Sacramento. Yeah. Um, and then there's the Salt Lake Classic that has you in Salt Lake City, Utah, which is also. Yeah. How, how fun is that? Do you think they do that intentionally, where they're like, "Look, man, we know that you a young man with a whole bunch of money that just got in your pocket. We're sending you to Salt Lake City. Don't do nothing stupid." <laughs> Low-key, low though, um, Salt Lake City. Oh, you can get active? Kind of lit. So is, what the, is that what the U say still? No. Lit? But no? That's fine. No. Get active is 
a little bit more in the vein. But, but even get then, active. That's right. You got to get active. Yeah. Again, I don't even think that's. I'm not trying to sound young. I want you to understand that. This is just what I feel like saying. Okay. If it happens to sound long, that young, that's okay. All right, cool. Um, but speaking of youth, can I throw something in here? Sure. Young uh, st- striker for FC Dallas, Jesus Ferreira, bagged a hat trick last hey, night for the hey. United States men's national team as they shut out Trinidad and Tobago. So, yeah, it was a 6-0 win over Trinidad and Tobago in the CONCACAF Gold Cup group stage. Oh, they beat the brakes off them boys. Huh? Yeah, but look, it's the group stage. This is the part of the of the tournament where you probably should beat the brakes off. And also, like the U.S. men's national team, they're basically sending. I don't know if it's like the B team, C team. I think, but um, <clears throat> Jesus Ferreira, who is like more of more of like an A team member for your men's national team. Funny enough, um, he was out there doing what he's supposed to do, and it's the second hat trick in as many games for uh, for the U.S. Scored three, the first three goals, in fact, in the victory against um, against Trinidad and Tobago, and he scored three against St. Kitts and Nevis on Wednesday or last Wednesday as well. So he is the first United States men's national team player to score uh, hat tricks in consecutive matches, and he also, uh, when he's not, you know, getting caps for the United States men's national team, is your striker for FC Dallas. So yeah, just felt like a little shout out to that man doing the damn thing on the international stage. When he's typically doing the damn thing up in Frisco. And that was the only game that was played for the Gold Cup yesterday. That's right. We don't have to talk about Mexico. Nope. Oh, we don't? Oh, no. Okay. He don't, he don't yeah. want to no. talk about okay, Mexico. Cool. All right, cool. I don't want to do that to him okay, or cool. our, our brothers and sisters. No problem. Who are fans of Mexico. No problem. Is, gotcha. is Memo on this team? Memo is on this team, but he let, uh, unfortunately, a goal slip, and we lost to Qatar yesterday, one nothing. Oh, that's tough. That is very tough, yeah. And um, uh, other extracurricular activities were happening outside of the of the pitch. So um, that that yeah. sounds like it. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Not a fan of that at all. Y'all couldn't let Memo have the have the tournament off. No, we need and the other the, well the our backup keeper to Ochoa, who's a young cat uh, by the name of Acevedo. Uh, um, he he gets injured all the time. He's too injury pronged. And then we had uh, another cat by the name of Malagón, and he wasn't that good either. He let a goal slip, I believe. Like, I can't remember who what, what that team was, but yeah, he let a, a really really bad goal slip. So, so Mexico's goalkeeper situation is not that. Basically, good Basically, right to put this in football terms, like look, the Gold Cup people are basically treating this like it's preseason football. And we, you know, we have gotten to the third drive when the starter's not supposed to be in. Except Memo Ochoa, who is older than dirt, is still out here. And I'm like, hey, man, y'all let y'all need to let Memo rest. I yeah. just want my yeah. team to get that goalkeeper, you know, situation fixed. All right, we talking Manchester United at this point? You know, with David DeHaan. Don't nobody care about this. Wow. We, I, I thought I already exhausted the soccer talk, and then uh, my friend saying. Rodrigo started talking about Mexico, and I was like, I'll do that. And I was like, we can't do the Manchester United. I just wanted to People will revolt. I just wanted to throw that in there. That's all. Okay, fantastic. Because I have thoughts about that, but whatever. Sign, sign uh, Onana, please, now. Okay. Immediately. Shout out to Anthony Edwards today. My man got a rookie max extension. Make money, money, make money, <laughs> money, money. That could be worth 200 and $60 million. Minnesota Timberwolves all-star guard Anthony Edwards has agreed to a five-year designated rookie max contract extension that could be worth $260 million. And he should. And you know who he's represented by? CEO of Clutch Sports, Rich Paul. No. Damn. Because he feels like Rich Paul, his name was on everything. Everything. This, uh, 
who's your representative? Is it Duffy? Bill Duffy. Oh, look at Duffy getting folks money. Shares the same agent as DeAndre Aiden and Luka Doncic. Luka Doncic. Fantastic. That's right. I was trying to think of another one so I could keep the. So you know, the, you know yeah. what that means, right? Oh, he's going to play for the. We're going to get DeAndre Aiden. Yep. And Anthony Edwards. Celebrate. Go ahead and celebrate, Mavs fans. <laughs> You're just going to get the whole Bill okay, Duffy let's, agency let's play, here. Let's play the game real quick. Oh, no. A squad of Luka, uh-huh. Kyrie, mm-hmm. Anthony Edwards. Yep. DeAndre Ayton. You don't have you don't have cap space anymore. That's not how this works. Right. Me, me and you going to be hooping we're the for the Mavs. We're the Suns right now. We're me, the Suns. Me and you going to be hooping on the Mavs at that point. All right, cool. And you. Yep. NBA title contender. <laughs> Luka, Kyrie, Anthony Edwards, DeAndre Ayton, and you. No. <laughs> oh, no? There's not enough defense. Oh, wow. There's not. Okay. Also, DeAndre ain't gonna be upset. He's not getting the basketball. <laughs> um, by the way, the only NBA player with 1,500 points and 100 steals in each of the last two seasons. The dude is a bona fide star. Anthony Edwards. Like Anthony Edwards should be the face of that franchise right now. He kind of is, except you know, Carl Anthony Towns kind of there doing that thing. Shout out to Carl Anthony Towns. But like. If I am the front office of the Minnesota Timberwolves, my whole perspective goes, yeah, how do we make it best for Anthony Edwards? And what's funny is I'm pretty sure Anthony Edwards likes playing with Carl Anthony Towns. However, if he if he was in this place where he was neutral, I might consider trading the greatest shooting big man as let him tell it. <laughs> <laughs> I might consider, hey, anybody want this? What you willing to give me for him? Because he he is he's that good, and it's not even just that he's good. The mentality that he has, because the juxtaposition of the mentality that he has compared to Cat, is stark. Like Cat is wildly talented, but he gets in these places where he allows himself to get big boyed, or he's not aggressive. And you know who's going to be aggressive and try and dunk through your chest? Anthony Edwards. Yes. Um, he's a dude that likes the pressure. He likes the ball in his hand. I know sometimes these things can be like overrated. These notions, but like. He shows up in those t- in those ways. So yeah, no, I I love the way that, that dude kicks it. What's you giving up for Carl uh, Anthony Towns for the Mavericks? Ooh, he's so talented. Well, first of all, well, first of all, I don't know if you have the stuff to do that. Mm-hmm. However, that first round pick gone. Yep. I might consider one, if not both, of the young cats. Oh, you give up Green and Hardy. The problem, go- he's so talented. So you give up the number one that got left. Yeah. Josh Green and Jaden Hardy go get Carl Anthony Towns. Woo! I think about it. Because that's the, a steep price. You don't have a lot of stuff. That's a steep price. You don't have a lot of stuff. And they can have Rashawn Holmes. Damn. I might I might go one of the young cats, Rashawn Holmes in the first. Is, do you think that's the problem? It's like, do you think that's enough to do it? I don't think so. I, I mean, and the, the two. Also, the problem is like once you get the dude with all the talent in here, now you got to deal with the dude. Correct. It's like, hey, you big. Now nah, I'll be out here shooting threes. So I'm good. And him standing next to the Dirk statue. Talking about he's the greatest big man. Shoot a big man of all time. That'd be fun. Oh boy, that'd be that would be a lot. That would be a lot to <laughs> give up. Yeah. I don't know why the idea from the 972. They said Cat is bad, badly built, and so is Luca. We can't have two bad built players on the same team, and just. <laughs> The notion of <laughs> bad call, built. Call the folks bad built is the most hilarious thing. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Um, oh, and do uh, it for Siakam. Yeah, ten times, ten times. Because Siakam you give up Green, Hardy, and the number one future number one for all for Pascal Siakam. Woo. 
So that's a lot. I think I would. Oh, wow. Fits so- that's a... He... Did he make All-NBA at any point? I think that he made... At least I could call him a All-Star. But, like, he can do the offensive stuff. He excels at the defensive stuff. Like, I think he fits well next to those guys. Size, mm-hmm. all that. Yeah, oh two-time boy. All-NBA player. Oh, boy. Yeah, that's... um Okay. Uh, finally, real quick note in uh, Major League Baseball. Unfortunately, the Dodgers had to place Clayton Kershaw on the injured list due, due to an ailing left shoulder. Uh, the left-hander has been battling inflammation in his pitching shoulder for the past six days and was placed on the injured list the day he was initially scheduled to make his 17th start of the season. Um, and it looks like he's going to be missing the All-Star game because of it. Kershaw recently received a cortisone injection, is eligible to be activated as early as July 15th, the Dodgers' second game after the All-Star break. Uh, so, Is this going to get us another um, Brave in here? Because the Braves have enough. There are enough of you in this game. Well, they've won nine straight now. The Braves are tearing it up. They, they have, are tearing it up. They have eight All-Stars. Wow. Eight. So they have the most in baseball then. Yes. Because the Rangers have the most in the American It's League. the most in a season in franchise history. Good gracious. By the way, Kershaw, 35 years old, uh, 10 and 4 with a 2.55 ERA while striking out. <laughs> striking out 105 batters in 95 in the third inning. Kershaw's incredible. Realistically speaking, who is the best defensive player that would be available, like actually available right now? Oh, uh, that's a good question. Because I'm thinking like free agents is one, but then also like trade available. That's the tough part is like who's actually available when we start talking about trades, you know? Yeah, I'll think on that. That's interesting. <laughs> oh, so many headlines here on the Get Right with Reggie KG right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next year on the Get Right. Um, let's do some partially July 4th themed this or that. Next. Back here on the Get Right with Reggie KG on 105.3 The Fan. Kevin Gray, Reginald Atatula, Rigo Mendoza holding it down for you. Really appreciate you joining us here on your home of the Cowboys, the Texas Rangers, 105.3 The Fan. At Kevin Gray Sports, at Reg Atatula, if you want to give us a follow there on Twitter as we lead you into your 4th of July Tuesday. Really appreciate you hanging out with us here on The Fan. The text line, 877-881-1053. We're live on Twitch and on YouTube as well i think it's also i feel like i should note that there is a flash flood warning in collin county i believe you were saying that earlier there was one in denton county but i know that for sure that there's one in effect in collin county until after midnight so uh, all our listeners if you reside in collin county collin county probably in denton county also beware of that um flash flood warning right now it's time for this I don't know what. Oh. What's that, fellas? Yo! It's been a while. Yeah, I was like, I can't start unless the music starts. That's a, it's a rule that I just created right now. That's right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Well, happy holiday to everybody because um, it's basically almost the 4th of July. That's right. 
are people going to be fire lighting off fireworks right now? In my in my in my neck of the woods, absolutely. Yeah, let let me know. 877-881-1053. Are y'all are fireworks going off right now? You know what's my the the funniest and my favorite part about the 4th of July? What's that? Is that no matter how illegal it is in every single neighborhood, who's going to stop man, me? Who's going to stop me? Who is going to stop people from lighting fireworks? And well, so much so that there's whole shops of fireworks stands. Just the pop-up shops? <laughs> they just Everywhere. I just love the idea that like maybe there's like a Palotero running around with like fireworks ringing a bell. Come on down, get your get your fireworks. Um, I just want to know how much money they make just in this time frame alone. They make all of it to be KG. able to like sustain themselves throughout the entire year. Uh, Strategic Insomnia on Twitch says they've been lighting off fireworks since Saturday around there. So not yeah. Saturday. Yes, they started. They said if I'm not at work, these fireworks are getting lit. Um, which more power to you. Just make sure to keep all your limbs and appendages and all those things. Please be safe. That's, that's exactly what happens on my block, PG. That is that is that is the way that I do not. Please I, be safe. I, I do not be lighting stuff. From the 870, just left a show in Roanoke. Okay, shout out. Uh, 214, they're shooting them off like crazy in East Dallas over White White, Lo- White Rock Lake mm-hmm, right now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, don't be snitching. You know that's not legal in the boundary, so don't be snitching. They but I appreciate you letting us know. They know what they're doing. <laughs> also, I just recently, I, I haven't started the game. The game is... I should be letting you know, but um, I saw like a professional firework, like what it looks like from the actual when they're lighting it. And when I tell you like whatever the actual firework that they're lighting is or that they put into the cannon and light, that thing looked like a holiday ham. I, was, I didn't realize that they were that big, like when it came down to loading them and then it fired up in the air and left, you know, like a giant explosion. But I was just like, oh, so that's what they're firing off. They're firing off just like explosives that look like giant hams in these professional shows. Mm-hmm, yeah, keep mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. a thousand percent away from me <laughs> and my family because that sounds like that sounds, sounds like terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. Carnage. Um, This is this or that. Uh, the segment is very simple. I will put forward a statement. Mm-hmm. Kevin, Rodrigo, and you will let me know whether you agree this or disagree that. All right. So, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fourth of July is coming on, um, which means it's time. It's it's what I like to term a eating holiday. Right. There's some holidays that are just you know kind of general holidays, um, and there's some holidays that are eating holidays. That's right. Shout out to Thanksgiving. Uh, that is uh, food's birthday. That's right. As I like to call it, Thanksgiving. <laughs> um, but yes, Fourth of July, eating holiday because you're going to a cookout. And if you're not going to a cookout, what are you doing, right? Um, and with that being said, I'm here to be brave but controversial at the same time. Oh, barbecue chicken is a better food selection than hamburgers at a cookout. KG, this or that? That. Yeah. Why? Why do you say that? Um, you know, I don't have a great answer for that. It just is. It's just where you go to? Yep. All right. While you work on that I was trying to think of something real profound. Couldn't come up with nothing. It's just better. That's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. Rodrigo, barbecue chicken greater than hamburger at the cookout. This or that? That. I mean, you love yourself a good, uh, good, uh, um, uh, a good hamburger. Yeah, gotta gotta have yourself a good hamburger, always. The flavor the flavor profile is just better when you get the barbecue chicken, man. Is it? Yeah. And I get that. Like it's a, it's even a summertime food. You could even throw that down and be a summertime food. But let it's just, just I mean, just like a regular hamburger. Y'all y'all taking that over like some great barbecue chicken. Hold on. <laughs> if you know how to make that hamburger right, it turns from being a normal ordinary hamburger to being a delicious delectable item. 
I'm I'm there. I'm there. Someone from the 860, this if I'm just there to eat. Okay, that's fair, right? Because I understand the, the hamburger is easier cook than making sure that you get the chicken all right and, you know, marinated and everything. Uh, from the 972, it's too easy to mess up barbecue chicken. Hamburgers are more foolproof, for it, so it's better. That's a fair That's a fair uh, point. I get that, right? Like, you can't, you can't just be eating everybody's barbecue chicken and end up with this dry, dry that's, chicken. That's a great answer, 972. It is. That, that's a great point. I, I would agree with and that. And then at that point, you just got to go back to, like, extra barbecue sauce. You, you just down bad. Just sauce it up. Mm. Is that the ultimate disrespect to somebody's barbecue? Putting barbecue sauce on it? Like, no, you got to, like, over, like. Oh, yeah, like, just drenching the barbecue yeah, sauce? Dr- yeah, drenching the barbecue I sauce. Think so. Okay. I think, I, I think so. Yeah. Chicken I mean, is the answer to one. Besides, like, just trying to throw it on the ground or something. Like, that would be the ultimate disrespect. But I feel like nobody's doing that. But yeah, throw yeah, it on yeah. the ground? Yeah. We're, what? Wow. I feel like that's uberly disrespectful. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. It'd be more like, disrespectful. But that's taking it to, have you done that before? No. You think I waste food? That's crazy. You don't know my mama. Um, What'd she say? You said it was such like, you know, conviction. Like that's something that you've actually done. See, now the thing about it is if I threw chicken on the ground, it wouldn't be what she says. Uh, Let's just let's keep it at that. Mm, All right. mm, Good point. Um, point. When we talk about eating, we talk about the 4th of July. One thing comes to mind. It is the Nathan's famous hot dog eating contest. That's right. And over this weekend, I don't remember who I was talking to, but they were like, yeah, the hot dog eating contest was on. I was like, what do you mean? It's not the 4th of July. And they were like, yeah, I think they're doing it early or maybe they're doing two of them or whatever. It's just on TV. And I was like, watching the hot dog eating contest on any day that is not actively the 4th of July is unhinged behavior. Kevin Gray, this or that. Is completely unhinged behavior? That's right. Yeah, for sure this. Yeah. <laughs> Like the very thought of a hot dog eating, like what was the uh, the statistic we heard today? That- oh yes, the length the length of hot dogs that Joey Chestnut has eaten in um, hot dog eating contests all together would be twice the size or twice the height of the uh, the Liberty the Statue of Liberty Statue of Liberty. I was like, the words left mm-hmm, my brain mm-hmm, as soon as mm-hmm. I was about to say it. But yes, like that physically makes me ill. Like, imagine eating that many hot dogs twice the size of the Statue of Liberty. That, that that's ooh, that's insane. This interesting curveball is I I'm I'm preparing to get your answer, Rodrigo, from Dogberry ninety nine on the Switch. That watching it any day is unhinged. Sure, yeah. I feel like it's just yeah. like part of the spirit of the day. If you at the house and you got ESPN on, there goes the hot dog eating contest. Hey, let me let me give you a suggestion. Okay. You ready for the suggestion? Probably not, but okay. Turn the damn TV off. <laughs> KG is telling people to go touch some grass. That's right. Get outside. Much like he man Elon Musk apparently telling y'all to get outside and put the Twitter. That's not why that happened. Let me tell you. <laughs> Let me tell you. That is not why that happened. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I was just like... I was like, do, do people watch the rerun or pe- do people run it back? Like, I missed the hot dog eating contest. If Let me go back and watch it. you watch a rerun of the hot dog eating contest, not wa- not just watch a rerun. He just, he, he's wow. Not just watch a rerun, but watch both the men's and women's competition. You're a sicko. Complete sicko. Wait, you can't watch the women's competition too? Wow, KG's against equality. That's crazy. That- Rodrigo. <laughs> No. Rodrigo. Stop watching the hot dog Watching contest. the hot dog eating contest on any day that ESPN. is not the 4th of July is unhinged behavior, this or that.
of this. I mean, there's a time and a place for everything, and and it's 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 not, if it's not the Fourth of July, then why are you watching the hot dog eating contest? There's no point in it. You know, why? What are we doing here? It's like opening your your Christmas presents on the twenty second. Except instead of the Christmas present, you're watching. I feel like that was you're watching person- someone. For, oh, hold on, first of all, I feel like that was a personal attack. Oh, you be opening your Christmas I, presents three days I didn't early. Know that. Oh, uh, that's my birthday. Oh, I was not aware of that. I oh, apologize, Mr. You, Kevin Gray Jr. I'm so sorry. You be getting one sell. You be getting one present, huh? I feel like you came from me and my very, you know, child personal situation there, Rigo, and I don't appreciate that. I very much apologize. I was not aware that that was your birthday. I feel like you did, and you exploited that moment. I now. did not. But shout out to the nine seven two informing you, that. Yeah. The no, no. Oh no. Oh, you haven't gotten over no, this yeah, yet. No. You're still dealing no, with it. No, it's a very traumatic experience. Thank you. What, getting the one present for both your Christmas and your birthday? Imagine that. <laughs> your friends get to open up, you know, two sets of gifts, you know, a year. You got the one. I got the one because they felt it was All easier right. to combine. Important question. Very why important. I that random day, man. Very important well, question. Well, yeah, why here. did you? Hmm. But hmm. I very important follow-up question. Sure. How often did you look at the gift and price it out of your head and say, this is not worth two gifts? Every time. <laughs> Because oh, I knew what the because I knew what the objective was. Once I figured it out, oh, they're doing this on purpose. <laughs> so you, you I, I know absolutely. I know that these two gifts combined are not what they should be based off if they bought one of each individually. KG, you went full Dudley uh, from Harry Potter on them. KG's like he ain't watching no Harry Potter. Oh, okay. It's witchcraft. I don't watch. That it. was probably a wow, <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna zoom right past that one <laughs> and right back to the okay. So nine seven two, let us know that that was last year's hot dog contest that was on TV. That's really uh, terrible behavior by ESPN. Don't do that. Um, however, <laughs> this year's is still tomorrow. I was really concerned because somebody was like, "Yeah, they do two contests <laughs> like, here." You and were I was concerned like, about that? Yeah, because they were like, "Yeah, there's a contest on. You do it on Saturday, and then they do it again on Tuesday." I was like, "What are you talking about? That's insane." Insane. You know how crazy it'd be to be like, hey, Joey Chestnut, E76 hot dogs. Now do it again t- three days later. That's wild. Anyways, um, <laughs> with that being the case, you could eat 10, do- 10 hot dogs in the Nathan's Famous Hot Dog Eating Contest, which is like 10 minutes. 10 minutes, 10 hot dogs. You could complete that challenge. Kevin Gray, this or that. 10 hot dogs in 10 minutes? 10 hot dogs. I think, the, now I think I- my body size says that I can do that. Okay. <laughs> All right. I was trying to I was trying to go back and look at the competition, like the results, and see if I could find like the least eaten in any one of these competitions by the men. And I saw two years ago somebody ate 17 in 10 minutes. And I was like, okay. But, you know, like I couldn't go back any further. These, as you might imagine, not extensive records kept on the hot dog eating contest. So I was going to set the line at 17, but I wanted to gauge your reaction to 10 first. And there's someone on the 940 saying this is not hard. Um, Rodrigo, 10 hot dogs in 10 minutes? You think you got it? Uh, yeah. You know what? Yeah. Give, give it to me. That, I'm, I'm down for it. Because there's like that's that's bun and dog in 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. And I feel like with eating challenges, people have like an too high of a belief in themselves. But what if I go to 17? If I go to the least amount that I, I've seen – recorded to have been eaten in this contest 17 this or that for you no i'm asking i'm asking oh, you guys. no uh that 17 is just a bridge too far yeah it's just you couldn't even you couldn't even place in the contest hell 11 might be <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, 17, no, uh-uh, can't do it. Rodrigo? Do I think you could do it? Could you do it? Could I do it? Yeah. I th- 17? I think I could, yeah. Ain't no way. Put me to the test. Why not? I'm down oh, for it. Oh, don't do that. I'm down for it. I might get sick to my stomach. You and Not might. Will. Okay, I will get sick to my stomach, but you know what? I'm down for it. Let's give it a shot. Shout out to Eric, who's a truck driver listening in Searcy, Arkansas, I think is what I see in here. Uh, he said, KG, he feels your pain. His birthday falls on or near Father's Day. Do you feel like that is a? Do you feel like that's the same, or you're you you got it harder than him? Uh, with all due respect to uh, Mr. Man in Arkansas, uh, that is not even close. <laughs> it's not even close. <laughs> I sympathize with your plight. But you were like, that's not even close. KG was like, what? They gave you two ties? I don't understand. <laughs> KG's like, I wanted that Nintendo. Right. And you gave me this. Whatever. But I sympathize with your plight, Mr. Arkansas man. I appreciate you, 214. Barbecue chicken is the way to go. If you can get barbecue chicken tomorrow, barbecue chicken alert. Barbecue chicken. Make sure you get some barbecue chicken. And um, that's how we do this or that, I guess. That's right. Okay. Cersei? Cersei. Cersei. Okay. Thank you, A70. Thank you. It might be the same person. By the way, shout out to uh, Anthony Edwards and LaMelo Ball. Both of them. Rookie extension, Max. You remember who the number two pick was in that 2020 draft? Uh, Edwards was one. Ooh, who was number two? James Wiseman. He playing Detroit now. <laughs> it's the final call next. They, they hot dogs. We don't say glitches out here, but how many you want? Final call here on the Get Right, Reggie KG on 105 through the fan. Kevin Gray, Reginald Atatula. Mm-hmm. Regal Mendoza holding it down for here one final time here on this Monday night. I really appreciate you joining us here on 105 through the fan on Odyssey and the Odyssey app. The text line 877-81-1053, 877-81-1053. If you want to get in on the conversation. Someone on the text line from the 817 said that they're Albert and Fort Worth and they did 15 15- hot dogs in 10 minutes tonight and that is wild that's wild behavior the question i have for you is why they wanted to find out science they did it for science kg science that's right you had never you had never been like curious and went and like tried to figure it out like you ain't never tried to find out how many licks it would take to get to the center of a tootsie pop (laughs) they're playing the mess around and find out game <laughs> That's the Thanks for the self censorship. <laughs> Great job, Rigo. Mm-hmm. Great job. It's the final call to get right before we get out of here on this Monday night. Here, want to thank uh, Nick Angstaff for joining us uh, at eight twenty tonight, talking a little Mavericks basketball. Nick was a lot more active talking about the Mavs than the Mavs were themselves in free agency. All right, so what, is, oh. what, what what are you on today? What happened? Just saying. I told you I'm doing this once a week. So, you know, got to get it all in while we can. They'll be fine. They'll be fine. They'll figure it out. 
apparently according to uh <laughs> as we are in the final call according to mark stein apparently <laughs> i love mark stein and his threads that he's got going on these days uh with his Substack stuff is that where he called you a superstar uh, it was actually okay um he said in response to one person's question about the mavericks the mavericks like mo bamba but at present they have four centers I like the Mo Bamba too. It was a fun song. Got the people going. You know what uh, I mean? Not, not, not that. Not that. What uh, you mean, the player? The, the player. Mm, okay. The Mavs like Mo Bamba, but at present they have four centers. They can't sign a center until they move two out. That's why they couldn't get Andre Drummond or Jackson Hayes. And they had to take Rashawn Holmes on to get the number 24 pick. You can do that with that what you wish. Okay. Um,. Like I guess he's a center with depressed value. It just I'm I'm starting to believe that he has depressed value for a reason. Cause like he just did not find the court with uh, the Lakers, and that was like I I did think that he had some like there was maybe a reclamation project in there, but I'm I'm concerned, especially when you consider like what the what the Mavericks need. Let me just tell you this: they need to do who can be a starting center who you can kind of depend a little bit on what they're doing. You know how down, down bad you got to be to turn to Mo Bamba as a solution to your center problem. Down bad. Real bad. Uh, shout out to Chicago, though. You see the uh, street race for NASCAR over the weekend? Yeah, except didn't it get rained out pretty heavy? Uh, it did. There was a lot of rain. It did, uh, it did wind up having a finish, though. Oh, I didn't even watch it. I could have mm-hmm. watched it. Uh, a lot of people did watch it, though. Apparently... 4.795 million viewers on NBC watched the NASCAR Chicago Street Oh, that's race. why it's on NBC. For uh, some reason, when NASCAR ends up on NBC, I'm like, eh, I don't know. They put it on Fox. I'm like, okay. It was its most watched race since 2017. Wow. And I feel like people, I mean, maybe this is just anecdotal because since when the pandemic hit and there was a little more time, they started getting back to racing. I was like, I watched them racing and I've been in. I felt like They've had a little uptake, but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's just like, yeah, it's taking a little while to get back to that same feel. This is 2017, as you said, but that's that's good for them, man. And it, it's an interesting thing that they're trying to do, trying to do a little bit more road racing outside of like outside of the, um, you know, circuits and tracks that you'll go and find. Like this is actually street racing, and you know, going out and building a track almost like F1 would. Now. The tough part about it is that at that point, you put yourself at the mercy of things like the weather, which they did and made it really tough for them to uh, get that get that race done. Mm-hmm. Uh, as we continue. Ooh, 901. How many legit centers are there in the league? Ooh, that's a tough question because also I, I need to define what you mean by legit centers. I was about to make a Mavs joke, but I refrained. I'm proud of you. Thank you. Buzzer. Oh, that's the app, right? The streaming startup backed by Michael Jordan, Kevin Durant, and other stars has announced. Shutting it down? It will shut down. Yeah. Founded in 2020, its app allowed fans to stream parts of live sports on their phones in exchange for micropayments as low as $1. Yeah, I just. So you could watch bits and pieces of a game. Yeah, whatever, just the part that you're trying to watch. But the tough part about it is if you're not watching it in full, like the notion of the internet, highlights and clips are things that end up on the internet all the time. And they happen pretty quickly, funny enough, in a lot of places. Like there's not a long turnaround or lag in trying to figure out what happened and see it. 
So I figured that that'd be tough. Plus also like the streaming rights type situations I figured would be some level of like, uh, you know, red tape nightmare. But yeah, that's, I appreciate them trying to, you know, figure out something to do and do something different, but it always seemed like it would be a little tough. Yeah, that sounded ill-conceived, not going to lie to you. Um, I mean, it's easy to say afterwards, and I'm like, I mean, and I'm saying that for myself too, right? Like all the analysis I'm just giving, it's very easy to say all this stuff afterwards. In the moment, it's like I, I get how you see you see an idea, and maybe you're like, let's go ahead and leg it out and see if we can figure out a way to make it go. The NBA is planning to host its first ever NBA con in Las Vegas next weekend. Is that not what Summer League is? <laughs> The event will coincide with Summer League and include themed, quote-unquote, neighborhoods, including fashion, collectibles, art, tech, and music. Tickets range from $30 to $250. Uh, okay. All right. You seem rather jarred by that. I guess they're they're trying to, get, in some ways, get their level of, like, I want to say the fan experience that you get during the Super Bowl, Right. And there's you can't really do that with the finals because of the nature of it. All Star Weekend is kind of particular to itself, so I guess this is the NBA event that you can kind of try and gin up some some of that level of feeling. I just I don't know. Why wouldn't you do that during the finals? Well, I well the finals one is not static. Two, you can't plan ahead, right? You can't plan ahead and know because it takes a good amount of planning to get those types yeah, of things that's true. done. Yeah, you don't know which. Well. Some people think that this stuff is rigged and then you can plan ahead, but no, you just you can't plan ahead on that. <laughs> eight seven zero says centers don't matter. Positionless basketball is here to stay. If you're a seven footer and can't shoot, find him something else to do. I feel like you're trolling. <laughs> I appreciate you texting. I appreciate even more that you listen. I don't You don't agree with that position? No. Although, like, if you're seven foot and you can shoot, plus, big plus. <laughs> like, I was re-watching the uh, uh, Metropolitans game versus G League Ignite in which you had you saw Victor Wimbayama take on Scoot Henderson. And I saw Victor Wimbayama in transition, on the move, run directly into the corner and take a, a leaning three-pointer, like a runner kind of, that went in, like, from the corner. That's not what people do. And he made it. And I was just like, oh, this is not fair. How does this happen? So, like, yeah, if you can do that, that's cool. But otherwise, like, being seven foot, uh, shooting is not the biggest portion. If you can impose your will with that height, that's the, that's the bigger thing. Appreciate it to all of you joining us tonight on The Get Right with Reggie KG here on 105.3 The Fan. If you missed anything, make sure you hit the rewind button on the Odyssey app. You can listen to any episode anytime on demand. For Rigo, my partner, Reginald Atatula, my name is Kevin Gray. This has been the Get Right with Reggie KG right here on 105 through the fan. Y'all be good. We'll talk to you later. Be easy. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion.
The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. It's that time of year. Cash the ticket. Jim Costa with Mike Valeni. We shift the focus from football to college hoops, getting us ready for the tournament where we're going to break down all the matchups and have an eye on some future plays too. Search Cash the Ticket on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.